Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. My name is Adam Glenn. I'm in New York in California is my friend Dax Holt. Hi, Dax. Hello, Adam. Um, on today's podcast, we have our friend Justin Foley. Justin Foley is a great street journalist who I used to work at work with at a former company, Wink Wink. And uh, he's just he's got great stories. He interviews like me on the street. He does photos, paparazzi style. Um, I just love talking to Foley. I love hanging with Foley. So he's coming on today's podcast. Before we get to Foley, we have a review, right, Dax? Oh, we got a couple. Here we go. Uh, this one comes from Mom of Two Boys, Five Stars, Great Podcast. Love the chemistry between you two. Short, sweet, to the point. Love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me read one more just because that one was so quick. Um, this one comes from shank brandy five stars the best 10 stars she says i found you guys on the jason show oh i love jason uh i really enjoy your podcast you guys are doing a community service for your your pod and facebook group the chemistry between you is perfect i love the dichotomy of celeb and paparazzi interviews thank you for keeping us entertained love brandy thanks brandy thank you brandy great review I'm going to put that one in my favorite pile because nice. Jason, Jason, Jason's my homeboy. He does uh, nice. Fox Minneapolis. So nice. Cool. Now, Dax, and he said, you guess. know what? Massive supporter of the podcast. So you should also Massive. love Jason. Um, thank you, Dax. Tell us about our guest today. Uh, today's guest is, uh, well, like Adam said, street journalist, someone that we have known for many, many years, someone who is, this is actually his second time on the podcast. If you want to hear another great interview that we did with Justin, just googly up, uh, Justin Foley, Hollywood raw, um, that YouTube video will probably pop up pretty quickly. Uh, but one of our favorites, he's got great stories, someone who has worked in this industry for many, many years, Justin Foley. Welcome back to the Hollywood raw podcast. Justin Foley, thank you for coming on the podcast. I like, I always call Justin Foley. I call him the Tasmanian Foley, uh, the Foley monster, because he is a street journalist just like myself. And wherever he goes, he kicks up dust, but in a fun way. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. It's, uh, it's a beautiful Southern California Monday. So, you know, Foley, we're going to call you Foley. You don't mind if I call you Foley, right? Yeah, no. Uh, you know, Folerino, Foley, if you're into the whole thing. <laughs> The the funny thing is, 
I, I like, I feel like I've only known you as Foley. Like, I had to be like, what the hell is his first name again? Because I've called you Foley for so long, and Adam only refers to you as Foley. So yeah. in my head, I'm like, shit, what is this? For? Ah, Justin, Justin, that's right. All right, all right. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a funny story about that. So growing up, my whole town, everyone just referred to them. Even, like, the girls, you'd be like, Anderson, Smith, Jeff, Rizzi. Everyone, it's like, it was a last name town. Like, everybody was known by their last name. <laughs> I'd meet people at different parties and say, hey, yeah, Foley, Foley. So this one time, I remember this, this day, we're going to invite me to some party. They call the house. It's Foley there. And my mom was like, we're all Foley here. And he's like, oh, <laughs> which one? Oh, yeah, he's out there. But she's like, that's Justin. He's like, oh, that's his name? I'm sorry, I didn't know. So, <laughs> so Foley's on the streets. You know, he's he's an L.A. journalist like myself. I'm based in New York. Foley's based in L.A. And, uh, you know, Foley, you, you know, you're, you're around the LA scene a lot. What's the vibe like right now with celebrities and paparazzi on the streets? What are you seeing right now? Is there a lot of celebrities on the streets? Is it, is it worth just going to the picket lines and just trying to see what celebrities go to the picket lines? Like, what's the vibe like for you right now? I'll tell you what the vibe is. It's actually gotten more positive. And, uh, the reason for that is if you noticed on uh, apps like TikTok and, and, and Instagram, there's a new whole wave of young uh, kids, you know, I call them whatever, but young, young people, young talent that are going out and doing man on the street style interviews. Um, some of them are a little more sophisticated than others, but there's a lot, there's an abundance of them doing it. They grew up watching TMZ, right? And so they're sort of being like, oh, this was cool. This was fun. There was an element about street interviews that was raw, that was entertaining. And so they're sort of emulating that and, and doing it for their, for their, you know, for their platform. And so uh, there's a whole new uh, kind of an appreciation of that style of, of media. And so I've, I've noticed on TikTok, there's a ton of kids out in the street and people out in the street doing these street interviews and things like that. So I think it's gotten more positive and a little more acceptable. And, a little, and there's a way that people are kind of, having fun, more fun with it than they had before. It was a little more invasive, I think, in the past. And it had a little bit more of a caustic nature to it when we were asking things that were sometimes uncomfortable to ask. Um, and now it has a little bit more of a positive, fun vibe. That's my take on it. That's what I've noticed. Um, and so are, I think it's a better environment. But are you worried? It, does that... Because now you got more competition. You got more people out there asking yeah. the questions, devaluing these interviews a bit if you're not yeah. the one only getting the interview by yourself. So, like, I got to imagine that's a, a double edged sword there where you're like, hey, I'm glad that people are embracing it, but I don't want too many people embracing it because this is how I make my livelihood. I've switched now. I, I do a lot of photography now. So, I'm sh shooting pictures, which I'm having a lot of fun with, and I'm noticing. Uh, gets a great response from people when they love the photos because some people aren't, aren't comfortable being interviewed in the street, and I understand. So I'm kind of doing both. But to get back to your point, um, that's fine because, you know, at the end of the day, it's all, all about having a quality product. And so that just keeps people creating better co content. Um, if there's more people doing that, then that just means that the better producers and the, and the ones who make better content are going to rise to the top. It just makes people be better journalists. I think overall, there's always going to be, you know, people that just aren't good at things. And so there's going to be people out there that try to do it that aren't good at it. So I just think it makes people kind of create better questions and pushes you to be better. Um, and so, so let me say this fully is, let me fully, let me ask you this. If you're at, craigs for example right now is yeah. there a bunch of young kids who are just trying to make a youtube show trying to yeah talk, yeah 
ran in the street, TikTok videos, people doing interviews in the street, doing that stuff. Yeah, they're, they're, they're out there, sure. They don't so always have... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would imagine that would kind of affect the other people that are trying to get these video interviews and also even your stills. They get in the way, they're trying to get their thing. And it I mean, can, it, sounds like a, it sounds like a mess. It can be. I mean, look, that's sort of what's happened in all media. It's happened with music. It's happened with creating any kind of project, especially with music. There was always a barrier to entry for a lot of people, and they felt like they didn't have a chance to get their voice out there. They didn't know the right people to get their songs out there. They didn't know the right people to get their movies made or their, or their, or their project made. Now that barrier to entry has been eliminated because of technology. And there is a positive and a negative to that. The positive is now everybody has a chance to get their, their media out there and be listened to or and heard. The negative is there's a lot of garbage and that's sort of, you know, there was an advantage to having a barrier to entry because there were sort of gatekeepers that, you know, their job is to weed out a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, the garbage, the trash, the, you know, cut out the fat. We don't have those people anymore. Now it's the public sort of doing it through what they like and what's the best. So I say all the power to them, go out there with your camera. I don't want to hold anybody back. Have your camera, try to do your interviews. If you do a better job than me, I'm going to learn from that person and be like, what did they do different? that I didn't do that I can learn from just because I've been doing it for a while. doesn't mean I'm the best at it or I can't learn from somebody else. So I encourage the competition and more people. The negative part of that is that, and sort of, I guess the byproduct of that is that some celebrities are going to get burnt out on stupid questions from people that really, you know, the video might go nowhere and it's going to maybe burn them. And that's unfortunately just going to be a byproduct of that, but I'm all about competition and it keeps me sharper and, and learning as I go. So, so you, you, never, you, never learn, you can never learn too much. That's what I think. You said something interesting. You said that you went from basically doing a lot of videos to reverting back to still work, which I think is really fascinating because this industry over the years, it went from being very photo driven to then turning to very video driven because people wanted to hear the sound bites. They wanted to hear the questions. Um, and it went obviously from like magazines to websites, you know, that kind of transition. So yeah. why are you now going back to photos? Um, because I, it's a matter of capitalizing on, on, the, on the moment. Because when you just have video, uh, there was certain celebrities and people that were like, you know what, I'm just not up for, uh, for an interview tonight. And with my family, I'm just not in the mood for it. But I'll, I'll, you can take a photo. And I'd be like, I, I don't have a rig. I don't have a camera with me. And they're like, all right, well, I would have done a photo. I'm just not going to do an interview. And so to me, it was like, that's a missed opportunity. And that's kind of where I kind of started doing photos. Because I said, you know, some of these, you know, celebrities, they don't want their, inter you know, an interview. And uh, they just might not be in the mood to talk. And that's fine. And uh, maybe they're shy. Maybe just an off night. So why not capitalize on the moment and take a photograph that they can, that I can use. And so that's how it started. And I noticed there's a whole new world of celebrities that are like, Oh wait, you're doing photos. And then they look at my photos on my Instagram and they're, they're like, these photos are really, actually, these are great. And they, then they want photos. So now I bu I'm building uh, you know, a network through, through photos. So I'm just, I'm just being a capitalist and taking advantage of whatever is out there. And also it's a really good feeling when you, you know, it's a missed opportunity. You see somebody, you want to do an interview. They don't want to do an interview. I don't take a photo of them. I take a photo of them now and then they see the photo and then they share it on their social media. And then I see the comments and it makes me feel good. And it's a nice moment. And then it's, it's kind of like a really positive thing for me. And I'm, I'm a positive person. So, but, but what, what sells better? What makes more money videos or it photos? Depends. It, it just depends. It really depends. It depends on it, it's, it's, there's no, it's not black and white. It depends on the celebrity you get. A photo can be worth, 10 times more than a video and vice versa. It depends on who it is and what it, and who it is. 
Sometimes I'll sell a photo of someone that I never thought in a million years was going to sell and it'll sell because of their fashion. It'll sell because of makeup they're wearing or shoes or whatever. It'll sell because there's a moment in time where they're something, a project they worked on is relevant. And sometimes an amazing interview will go nowhere. It's just, there's no way to know. It's a very, very, uh, you know, uncertain environment. So you just have to kind of take the opportunities as they come at you, do the best job you can do, either an interview or photo, and have the cards fall the way so, they may. So who, who has sold for you that you were surprised? And I, I want to know this from Adam, too. Tell me one celebrity that you uh, either got a photo with that you were like, oh, this shit's not going to sell, and then yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that's a great question. I'm trying to remember her name. I'm, I'm, this is terrible because I don't remember her name. She's in Parent Trap, blonde woman. Um, she Jamie was walking. Jamie no, 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 no. Um, if I hear her name, Alexis, or no, um, Elaine Hendricks, Natasha Richardson, no. Lisa Ann Walter, no, uh, Kat Graham. I'm, I can look it up. Do you guys have the? Can I have the ability to look it up right now? If I look it up, yeah, sure. Yeah. I would say. Uh, why, so why you looking? Just getting back to that. So she was walking across the street, and I, I was like, she looks familiar, but I don't quite know. And I just took a picture of her walking across Melrose into Craig's. And I was looking at the photo and I'm like, I just, I just, you know, I don't know. And I handed it in and they were like, oh, she's in Paratrap. I'm like, okay, great. She looks beautiful. And her outfit, she looked amazing. It just, the lighting was so right. The way the sun was, it's just, it was just a nice moment. I got a nice picture of her. I handed it in. I didn't know. They, they said, oh, she's in Paratrap. Great. The next day it sold on like three different outlets. They were using it for stories and articles and about outfits and stuff. So I just, I was, you know, I never would have known that she was going to sell it. She's not like Justin Bieber. She's not you know, whatever, Selena Gomez or something, but she's, or Harry Styles, but she sold. And so, you know, a lot of times with those big names, when you're, when you're going to shoot big celebrities like that, Bieber's, Harry Styles, there's like, there's like 90 cameramen there. So they're all there competing. So your photo now is fighting, you know, sometimes it's better to get someone that's not a Justin Bieber because you're the only one shooting it. And now you're the only one that has that 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 picture and so it can be better to do that than to go jump into a crowd and shoot a photo of somebody who 10 other cameramen are going to be shooting so uh so what for, I, I what i just learned about that i didn't realize cat graham was in the parent trap <laughs> it wasn't her though. No, it was, that either. no 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 but that's what i just learned i had no idea that that was cat graham which I, is this is and i'm embarrassed right now. i cannot remember her this is really embarrassing because you guys call, I, you know I, you have to realize something too like i this is going to sound crazy, but even when I worked at TMZ, I don't watch. So I, I truth, I'm going to listen. I'm going to tell you something that's going to maybe blow you away. Maybe somebody's going to watch this and be like, "Oh my god!" In the same way, I watch almost zero television and zero movies. Almost zero. I, I watch classics. I watch like Wizard of Oz and The Godfather and Goodfellas, but I don't watch any all the new movies. I haven't seen any Marvel movies. I, haven't, I don't watch anything. I don't watch TVs. I, I watch like reruns of old like married with children and stuff. And I watch like Jeopardy. That's all I don't. And I watch sports. That's it. I don't know. who. I really don't know who a lot of people are. I just don't watch TV. I'm, I'm kind of an anomaly like that. I didn't no, own I, a TV. When I lived in New York city and I was over there for like five years, whatever, working over there, I, I didn't own a TV. And my girlfriend at the time, she's Russian girl. She's like, how do you not own TV? I'm like, I don't, she's like, but where, how do you not want? I'm like, I don't have one. It drove her crazy. I didn't have a TV. She's like, I'm just going to buy you one. I'm like, I won't, I won't even turn it on. Like why? Don't buy me a TV. I don't need you to buy me one. I'm not even going to turn it on. I, yeah, I don't watch TV. So I don't know who a lot of people are. You know, I get that because people always ask me, how do you keep up with everything? Like, how do you know who all these people are? How do you know so much about them? And yeah. I think it's just from like going on the blogs because I, there's no way I could keep up. Like, I don't watch the Housewives. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't watch Real Housewives, but I'm able to know who they are just from going on 
the websites and the blogs and and yeah. somewhat like Dax, don't you get the same question? Like, how are you? How do you know who everyone is? Well, what I know is I can read through articles a lot quicker than watching someone else tell me about the news. So that's why, like, I I go to the websites to get all my news to read up on it. Again, if there's some big award show, I would rather read through it on like a kind of a Cliff Notes version the next day. Like you, I always tell you, like Two Fab has really good rundowns of after an award show and I can just read through and know exactly what happened at the award show. They don't miss anything to me that that's how I get most of my information. My came from like a lot of times I would be outside Craig's or back then it was the big one was Boa. Um, you know, and celebrities would come in and I would see them uh, kind of get lit up by the other, uh, you know, paparazzi and the, uh, and the autograph hounds and super fans would go, ah, and then they would go in and I, w- I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't shoot them. I would leave them alone. Let them go in to dinner. They're hungry. They're running late for their, for their, uh, you know, for their um, reservation or whatever. They're waiting to meet people. They're stressed on their phone. It's like not the time to do the interview. I let them go in, have your dinner, enjoy. And then I would do my research. I'm like, who was that? They're like, oh, he's in that movie. I'm like, okay, great. And I would do all my research on them learn what they did. I'd find out what charities they're involved in. That was a big one because that's something that people, if they don't want to talk about something that's, you know, polarizing, they'll say, hey, you, you know, you have a charity and helping blind. Yeah, my grandpa was blind and I'm, I'm getting involved. Great. There's something positive we can talk about, but that, com- that comes to research. There's no way you're going to know that on all these different people. It's impossible. You're not a computer, but that's, you know, I would let them go in and do my research and then try to find a positive angle that could talk to them when they come out of dinner. And then I would, and they'd be like, well, how did you know them? How'd you know that? I'm like, my smart, my phone. I just Googled them and did some research and learned about them. And in a weird way, that's kind of better, I thought, than knowing them in a movie because or a show because you don't really get to know them. You just know their character they played. Yeah. So I got so to for- really know about them. So where they went to college, where they grew up, that'd be a big one, you know? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Full, you're outside Craig's a lot. And everyone knows Craig's. I, I feel like Craig's now, it, it might be one of the most popular restaurants in the country just because of the paparazzi outside and the yeah. celebrities. It, do you think from being at Craig's all the time that people who go there, they want to be seen? They want to oh, yeah. get their photographs. They want to be photographed. Yeah, without a doubt. It's, it's uh, you know, you have, there's not, look, there's never going to be one answer to that question. There's going to be, obviously, it's conducive to the person that's going and the group that's going, the celebrity that's going. There's a whole bevy of reasons of why they're going to go eat at Craig's, but the underlying probably common denominator is a lot of times they want to be around other people, be seen, see the photographs, get their picture taken. You know, girls are wearing a great outfit. They're happy with their outfit. They don't feel bloated. Their hair looks good. Their makeup looks great. They're wearing a dress that they love. They they want it. They want professional photos taken of that. Yeah, you, know, you, you, could, that you could you could get that same meal at 400 restaurants anywhere else in L.A., 
but you go there because there's photographers because it is the yeah, cool place style. to go yes. that's the only reason that's that's what sets craig's apart from every other restaurant in la is that you know that when you walk up camera flashes will be going off Yes, but also I think Craig is an incredible restaurateur. I think he's a good person. I think he networks correctly. I think he talks to people. He treats people. He's always out there. He's hands-on. He's talking to celebrities. He's trying to put out fires. I think he's a big part of it as well. I think he doesn't get the credit that he probably should get. He's a good good restaurant owner. He's a good owner. There's good restaurant owners and there's bad restaurant owners. He, he's involved in social media and, and, and he's posting how they cook the different meals. So that his, he's a big part of that too. That I can't get overlooked, but Yes, you're right. The celebrities are going there and they want to be a part of that. And plus, tourists are going there. I mean, it's sort of the perfect storm. You have the, the, the mural that was, you know, put out there by Retina, that really cool mural that they kind of change. They keep it kind of interesting. Uh, the atmosphere is kind of chill. It's kind of unassuming. You know, it's not the gaudiest. Fan. It's very, very chill environment. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things. But and the food, I think the food is delicious. But a big part of it is the it's the camaraderie, right? Everyone's going to come there and get seen and see everybody. It's like it's like a press conference every night. You know, do you feel weird when you go and eat there? Like you're like, oh, I shouldn't be eating here. Like I'm normally the no, one my, outside taking photos. No, no, no. You know what's funny? My parents are just in town and my mom's obsessed with anything Kardashian and celebrity. She gets all those magazines where she's obsessed with all that stuff. But she's like, we have to eat at Craig's, Justin. I have to. I'm like, all right, mom, we'll go there. So we went there and it was nice. And, it, you know, it was, yeah, it felt weird being inside. I felt like, you know, I don't know, felt a little off. But you know, at the same time, you know, I, I was, it's kind of fun to go inside and eat. And I think it's important that you should eat at the place so you can at least have a conversation with someone about something on the menu. You know, that's when we worked at, when I was at TMZ, that was an important thing. I mean, I, I don't know if they did that with you guys, but they told us, you know, that was part of, we, we were told to kind of, we should eat in these places that we're going to, because there's always going to be something interesting or popular on a menu that you want to be able to like revert to. I'm like, Oh, do you eat there? I don't really want to talk to you tonight. Do you have the butter cake? You know, at Mastro's something that you can talk to them about. Oh yeah, we did. You know, now you're opening up the conversation. So it's important to also eat at the place that you're at. So you kind of have some type of a understanding of, of, of what, you know, what, what's going on inside. Hey, if they weren't paying me to, uh, or paying for my meal, I wasn't going to be eating there. <laughs> Those places yeah, are way yeah. too expensive. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know, that's part of like, you budget that out of your money. We, you guys, you know, we had a little bit of a budget, but I like, I'm, I, I'm a foodie. I like to eat places and I'm curious. I cook a lot. So I want to know what restaurants are doing that I can cook time to do it all my own way. You know, a lot of times restaurants, it's a lot of salt. They load things up with everything salted. So I like to make it at home with a little less of that, which sounds like a crazy thing, but I, it's just something so, I, know. so hold on, Adam, you never got to answer my question. Who's someone that you've shot that you didn't think we're going to make you any money. And then it was like, bam, all the, all the stars aligned. The person I can't think of shooting. The, the, I shoot a lot of people who don't make me money. Like, you know, like it's, it's crazy. Like I, I get like a pretty big celebrity and no one, there's no one who's interested in them. However, the person that's been like sneaky for me, um, that does very well for me. And this is not like celebrity wise and maybe not the name that people want or expecting, but the person that does very well for me, surprisingly is Dave Portnoy from Barstool. Uh, people, every time I do a Dave Portnoy video, everyone goes crazy for him from the internet well, to the news outlets. They go crazy for him. Polarizing. Like why, why do people, he's care just that a, much? he's opinionated. He's unique. He's, he's somewhat interesting. He's interesting. You know, he's, I want to say somewhat, he is interesting. So it, the video for him, it's like, that's been like my, you know, hidden person where it's like, I wouldn't say hidden person cause he's a big deal, but like 
people go crazy for Dave Portnoy. And um, I remember the first time I did, I didn't realize how well I was going to do off it, but it's all the outlets went wild for him. He's, hmm. he's such a, he, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by him. He's such an interesting guy. And I, I like his fresh take on, on things. And he's been, I, I'm not surprised by that, by the way, but I am surprised he hasn't been to my hometown. I'm from Monroe, New York. And we have like four of the most amazing pizza places in one little town. And uh, he's never been there, and I, he needs to go there. So if Dave's watching this, you got to go to Monroe, Monroe, New York. There's a bunch of pizza, pizza places there you need to try. So, but you know, um, I, oh, real quick, I was gonna let you know. Elaine Hendricks is her name. That's the woman's mm, name. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's such a she's so elegant looking, and the photo just worked out. So uh, that was that was her name. And I, do and you know I, how many I'm, times the paparazzi in New York send me a photo and go, "Do you know who this is?" And they take oh, photos of people. And like, like, who who is this person? Do you know who this person is? We try to identify them. And I would say it's like 25% of the time it actually is someone, but it's usually probably worthless. It's not even worth the edit. But it happens so often where the paparazzi are just sending photos and like to each other, like, hey, can you identify this person for me? It's- yeah. And Elaine and Elaine Hendricks is one of those people you're you would you would recognize her, but you're like, I have no fucking clue where from. Like, how do I know this woman? She's There's, been in like big, like yeah. she was in the Romy and Michelle high school reunion. She was in yeah. that superstar movie with um, Molly Shannon. But like, she's just not one of those faces that is like the lead character. She's always kind of like the second or third and character. She's beautiful, and I'm sure she's an amazing actress. I just, I knew, I knew she was familiar. I just couldn't. I worked in a casting office for a very long time and we would, my job was to book stand-ins, photo doubles for the actors. So the day player casting office would give me their headshots and say, Hey, we need a, you need to double this person, you know, because of this episode, there's going to be a fight or whatever. So I would get their headshots, right. With the resume on the back. And I'd be like, who is this? I never, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never, you know, I would see the headshot and not even recognize them. I would never, I was, I never even saw this person in my life. And then I would look at their resume and the resume was like this long. It was just all the movies and shows that they've done. It's crazy. And then other people can work on two projects and you just know who they are. Some yeah. people's names or whatever they worked on just resonates and stays in your, your memory and other people, they can be a million, million different things. You know, we did a funny clip on TMZ about a guy and I interviewed him at Craig's and I was like, I was like, you know, my point to him because he was one of these like famous, not famous people, you know, and I don't, I don't want to call his name, but we did a clip on it. And I was like, <laughs> you're actually, I was like, you're actually in the perfect spot because you're a celebrity. You can go out there if you're single, you can go on dates or you can get treatment, like special treatment with like restaurants, get a table somewhere, right? You're making great money, right? You're doing really well, but you're also not famous enough where if there's a scandal, anyone's going to really care. It's kind of, a <laughs> spot, right. It's kind of a sweet spot because, you know, right. Cause there's a, there's obviously a negative foundation to being really famous. I mean, everyone's got their eyeballs on you and you know, you do one false move and it's off to the cleaners you go. But, but this guy was, yeah, but you know, all the people that are that level of famous mm-hmm. want to be the superstar famous. Like, that's yeah. not I don't think that's exciting for a lot of these people. They're not they don't like to be, oh, we're hey, we're in the sweet spot. They want to be, I don't have to audition for a movie anymore because they start yeah. coming to me because I'm so famous and so successful that all the roles just kind of land at my feet. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I, I feel like everyone starts out wanting to be uh, that level of fame, but 
I don't know that everyone enjoys that level of fame. There's a huge price. Oh, I didn't say they enjoyed it, but I think everyone wants to be there. And then I think once they're there, they're like, oh, shit, this is not as fun as like I anticipated or I thought it was going to be because the grass is always greener on the other side until you're there and you have photographers, you know, following you around or you can't go to Disneyland without a group of people mobbing you or whatever the case is. Yeah, that's got. I mean, I yeah. You know, when I when I was starting out, I was I went, I went to film school and I was gonna do a cameraman. And I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I knew I worked as a I worked. I started out in the sound department, and I was like, that's not for me. Those guys are just they're another they're in their own world, and I'm not. I'm too much of a talk. I talk. I'm you know, the sound people are very. And the camera department, there was a union problem, so I couldn't get in there, and I landed in casting. But I was trying to do. I had an agent in L.A. So I was going on auditions and stuff to be a host or whatever. And there, there was a time where I was pushing for it. And then when I got the job at TMZ, I was like, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of glad I never happened because there, there's a price tag. And I saw the price tag. And so I'm, I'm happy just being in the business and not to go in that route. You know? So, Phil, Phil, I want to yeah. hear some celebrities lately that you ran into. And I'm just curious, like, I want to throw oh, some Lane Hendricks. I, I ran into Elaine Hendricks. i just want to know i'm curious that like their vibe like have you ran into them and like what's when you see them in la what has your experience been with that person um for i'll start with the first one dave Chappelle. uh i I, you know i i've run into him a few times i have a uh pretty good relationship with him he knows my face i saw him one time he had a boombox he was working on some material and I was like, I'm not going to be in your face and I'm not, I'm not going to bother you. And he appreciated it. And, he, and then he actually invited me in to the show, but they had already sold out and improv couldn't get me in there. And, but he actually tried to get me in because he was very appreciative that I didn't run up on him and bother him. So uh, I think if he saw my face, he'd know who I was, but I don't know. I don't really, I can't really say too much about him. Um, I, I don't have enough stories about him to tell you, but uh, I mean, I've, I've interviewed him a few times and it was always been positive and he's, I think he just got so famous so big and he's such a big name that it's there's a lot of pressure around that mm-hmm. so it's hard to really but I my experiences with him was positive I mean he seems like a good a good guy and I he was nice that I mean a lot of celebrities would have been like leave me alone and he didn't do that he was like hey I want you to come into the show he was trying to actually be nice to me for being nice to him so that's that kind of tells me a lot about his character so I'm going to say all positive have you ever had a run in with Haley Bieber uh, Haley Bieber grew up in, uh, she's from, I'm from the 845 in New York and that's where she's from. And so she didn't really want to talk because there's all these paparazzi and I went 845 and she's like, yeah. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's 845 area code. So that's, I yelled out 845. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's the, you know, you, again, you've done Craig's a lot over the past, mm-hmm. you know, years. Who's the biggest name that you ever saw go into Craig's? Um, you know, just Elton John probably is the biggest name that I saw. That's a pretty fucking huge name, bro. Yeah, Elton John. He's a pretty regular there. I mean, he's there quite often. So um, Elton John, I'm trying to remember another name at Craig's. Gosh, I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, I know George Lucas was just there. Who, How's George that? Lucas? I never met him. I missed him. I, I, I missed him. He was just there. I, I wasn't there. Who's the biggest name that actually just gave you the time of day? And you were like, oh, damn, that's cool. Bill Clinton, probably. Okay. I got Bill Clinton in New York on a red, on a carpet, and he came over and talked to me about. I was like, "Hey, you're going to be a grandfather soon." He was like, "Yeah, I can't wait." That's a, I mean, that's a pretty big name. Trump, Biden, uh, Elon Musk. Probably Elon Musk is probably the biggest one that kind of took time out. We talked, we had a nice interaction. 
So that's probably the biggest name, Elon Musk, as far as like a real interview. The other ones were kind of like, you know, Trump too, gave me an interview. Teams, didn't use it. Teams, didn't use it. The Biden one, they didn't use. Uh, the Bill Clinton one was, was for another company. So how was, how was Elon Musk the film? Uh, he's, uh, he's interesting because he, you know, he, he, he chooses his words carefully. He listens to your question and he takes his time and then he gives you an answer. A lot of times people just kind of don't even really listen to what you have to say. And, uh, you know, he listened to my question and he gave me a pretty good answer. And, uh, you know, we talked about AI and how dangerous it was going to be. And he gave me a pretty good, a pretty good answer to that. So, yeah. And what, 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 it, what was your question? I want to know what his answer was. The question was, uh, how big of a threat is AI to humanity? And his answer was, it's probably going to be the biggest threat that we have. And my second, my follow-up to that was, what can the average person who doesn't have a lot of money do to protect themselves from AI? And his answer was, there needs to be our, our governments, you know, global government on a global scale, not, you know, not local, but global, have to have some type of... Uh, um, protocol in place to protect people that we all kind of use and, and, and incorporate into the into our daily regime and how AI is incorporated. So that was sort of his answer to that. And he's been pushing for that. And, you know, from what I hear, he's gotten, you know, he's not taken seriously. You mm-hmm. know, uh, he, he actually had a falling out with uh, CEO of Google because he didn't take Elon seriously about the threat. And so Elon sees it. He has the vision. And he sees that AI had the, the, the dangers that could come from it. So that's got to be very frustrating for him to know how dangerous it is and and not get the same amount of you know kind of um, attention that that he thinks. I'm more going. I'm more worried about. And here I'm just going to go on a soapbox for a second here. I'm more worried about young kids growing up because it is making stuff so easy to write a, a paper or like do an exam, do simple things mm-hmm. that you have to use your brain. And, you know, like writing an exam is not fun or writing a paper is not fun, but like, that's how you get good at stuff. And so like, I look at my kids and I'm like, man, how are they going to grow up and be smart if everything is just trying to be made easier and easier and easier. And here's all these skip to the, skip to the front of the line, or here's this pass. And, they're going to grow up and not know how to do basic stuff because AI is doing it for them. That's what I makes mean, me scared. I mean, you're not wrong about that, but I feel like that argument could have been made all along as technology has been going. I don't know. I, I mean, you're right about that, but I also feel like. Yeah, but this technology be- is literally write me a four page essay yeah. on, you know, Charlotte's web and it mm. will do the whole goddamn thing. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be people that still try to write and do things on their own without technology. But you're right. Maybe the general populace is going to probably use it, but I feel like there's going to be people that will always, I mean, there's people that write things on a typewriter right now. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, just because technology is there doesn't mean it's going to be, always be used for every little thing. But I, I know- I'm, I'm lazy. But you can't stop it. You can't, you can't stop it. <laughs> but here's the thing. You can't stop it. So then it's like, how do you, rather than try to block it, which is probably, uh, you know, I don't know. I think that's an impossible task. So I think it's more about how do you incorporate that into becoming creative? In other words, how do you use your brain, but along with the AI, as opposed to trying to stop it? But so, I don't know. 
to that. So, uh, so I started to change off the AI because I have no idea what anything about AI. I'm still trying to figure out what it is all about and how to use it. But I want to ask you about someone. When I think about AI, I think about Demi Lovato. All right, that's I just made that up. But I, uh, <laughs> I'm just curious how how is Demi Lovato? Is she cool? Uh, I interviewed her drug dealer. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, that was okay. my interview. Demi Lovato's drug dealer is trending on Twitter for like seven days in a row. It was, some, it was like a record. Oh, sure. um, but I met her one time and uh, I flubbed the interview and she went to peel out on me. And I go, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, listen, listen, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I, I, I shouldn't have asked that. Give me another chance. And she's like, what okay. did you ask her? I, I asked her something about it was something that they gave me to answer. It was one of those times where the office was like, ask her this. And I'm like, OK. And I asked it. and She was like offended. Mm. And I was like, you know, and then the office doesn't take any credit. It's me. It comes out back to me, you know? <laughs> so I was like, look, 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 I, I just took the blame for it. I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I, I did. I shouldn't have asked that. She's like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you another chance, which was nice. She didn't have to do that. And I was, she goes, okay, what's your second question? And I said, you saw a ghost. And she's like, Oh my God, there was a ghost the interviews out there. If you write TMZ, uh, you go on TMZ and you type in Demi Lovato ghost. She'll she'll like, it'll come up. So I was like, you saw a ghost. She goes, That's yeah, it was crazy. Cool. And then she sped off. So it was like kind of like a, you know, she gave me a second shot there. And uh, anytime somebody gives you a second chance, you have to give them a positive review. So, um, yeah. You know what celebrity I've been seeing videos of who seems, at least she's she's not really nice to us. Like when I mean, she was not going to talk to us, yeah. but she really plays it off for the fans. And maybe that's how she is. She's just super nice to the fans. Exactly. It's Selena Gomez. I never met her. I never met her. And, and look, I, that whole thing with the... You know, I, I'm torn on that because I understand why certain celebrities are apprehensive or cautious or kind of dismissive about talking to people in the street and doing interviews. I, I get it. And they don't want their words twisted. They don't want to be, you know, you could say no matter what you say, there's always going to be someone that hates you for what you said. So I understand why a lot of times they don't want to deal with the repercussions. They don't want to get a phone call from their from their manager or PR in the morning, like, what the hell are you doing? Why'd you talk and say that? So now they're dealing with all put out fires. So I get it. So I never really shame them for not wanting to talk in the street. Not everyone has the sort of, uh, I don't know, like constitution to want to do that stuff. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't want to deal with it. Adam, have you had any run-ins with her? I've seen her once. She had this publicist at the time. I don't know if she still is. She was a piece of shit. And um, the guy was just like, kind of like, you know, not even let me get close, but I British? saw her. No, he was a guy. No, no, no. The guy's oh. name is British. No. no, 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 no. And I don't know. Maybe oh, it was a ten- house. The Fed. Yeah. <laughs> no, she for a while she had like a, a PR guy named British. That's why I was asking. Oh no, no, oh, she, she was with British. The- I actually know who the guy, the publicist she was with, and the guy was a total dick. And, uh, but she's, she's like one of those people, she walks into her room. Now this is making me sound like a dick. She's like pretty, but she has like a look to her. Uh, again, I, this was a long time ago, taller, maybe she was wearing heels, but taller than I thought in person. Um, she just looked like a character in a way and not a bad character. She just looked like a character, but she was very nice to the fans. Like anybody wants a selfie. She like gave selfies to like everyone. And I thought, I was like, is that her thing? Like, she's just, like, very good about giving people selfies. 
Um, but I never talked to her. Haley Bieber, I think I might have told you, but I mean, we brought up, you asked Justin about Haley Bieber. Did I tell you about my, did I ever tell you about my Haley Bieber, Justin Bieber story? No, t- uh, refresh my memory. Maybe, so, but I don't know. I was sitting on a bench. This was a few, I had the photos on my Instagram. I was sitting on a bench. Uh, I know I got done with the gym. It was a Friday night and I just got the tank top pretty blonde girl sitting on the bench and i sat next to her on the bench on the bench in front of the bowery hotel and also the girl was facetime with someone and all of a sudden i see someone i don't see by the corner of my eye i feel someone like kind of go up and start talking to the girl next to me and she's talking to him but i don't even look up because i'm playing on my phone next thing you know i look down and there's a hand in front of me go hey man my name is justin what's your name and I was like, oh, it's Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. How are you? Nice to see you. And I spoke to them, and I was like, I'm not with her. Then I realized the girl sitting next to her was Ashley Benson. And then I was kind of pulled into the conversation, and they were super nice. And Haley Bieber was very, very nice, just like a cool – like she's like – in some ways like a politician. Like she just knew how to behave in a, in a way. Like you know what I'm saying? Like she just knew like what's – she knew how to handle like her – fame or her you know i don't know she was just she was just very nice and chill so and what was tell, the like, awkward moment when you were like oh i'm not with her you're just introducing yourself to random strangers out here that's what basically what i said i was like hey i'm not with her i was just sitting on the bench but nice to meet you Justin. i'm adam and i didn't tell them <laughs> what i do and they left it off and we just kind of talked i was like kind of pulled into the group conversation for a few minutes and then they bieber it's actually funny because bieber and Haley bieber went inside the hotel and Ashley was still outside on her phone and she's like, Oh my God, Justin just came by and yeah, no, he looked good. No, Haley was nice. And like, I hear her talking about Justin and Haley on the phone, which was sort of funny. Um, So that was cool. Like which person would you say goes to Craig's the most? What's the biggest celebrity that you see at Craig's the most? Elton John. He's a pretty much, he's a regular there. He's there all the time. Elton John probably. Um, And does he uh, go through the back or does he go through the front? Yeah, he's, he's in the back, and I leave him alone. We don't bother him, you know? I don't like bothering people, man. I really don't. If they don't want to be shot, leave him alone, you know? But they go in there, and there he is. So, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. Probably, yeah. I mean, as uh, Rod Stewart, he's there quite often. He's a huge... Isn't Rod Stewart a cool guy, though? Great. And his son, Sean, is awesome, too. They're good. They're good. And the daughter, they're awesome. Yeah, they're, I like them. They're really good people. He gave me an interview about soccer one time, and Really cool. Just a great guy. I, how, good, how many people? How many people are sneaking in the backside of of Craig's? I don't know because I'm not back there and I don't really check it and I leave it alone. So who knows? I don't know what the number is, but you know, you know who went out the back the other day and I missed her. It was uh, Adam's girlfriend. Who's that? Though, right? Yeah, I've never no. met. I, I met her one time and it was off the clock and I was eating at uh, Swingers. I went. I went up to her and I was like, uh, you know, I'm a huge Sublime fan. I love her. I love her voice. And she had done uh, Doing Time from Sublime, mm-hmm. you know. And so I read that she was apprehensive about doing it because she was afraid of how it was going to come out and the fans and all that. And she did it. And uh, I just went up to her and I was like, look, I, you killed it. You did a great job. And the song's awesome. And you did it. Your, your voice is perfect for it. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. And that was it. But I never saw her again. And I know she was going to go on a date with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I get asked about that way too much. I don't like, I don't like uh, what's up, girl? How we doing? Let's go. Do you have any opinion was... on Paris? Love Paris. What a sweetheart. She is the, I love Paris. 
She is, I, I, I have a photo, famous photo that I took that she used of her in front of the pink, pink Bentley. It's on my Instagram and she put it on, it was used on some blog on Yahoo. She's, and I showed it to Nikki. She's like, oh, Paris thinks this photo is fab. I was like, nice. So uh, yeah, no, I love Paris. She's so cool. She gets it. She knows how to talk to everybody. She knows how to pose, make sure everybody gets their photos and she's awesome. You know what I love about this is how much hate Paris Hilton gets or she's gotten throughout the years. Yeah. There's not one person that I've met in Hollywood that talks any shit on Paris. No, no. She's Everyone she's... loves her, which is so different from like the public's opinion. I guess the public's opinion has changed over the years anyway. I think they realize how successful and how business savvy she is. But it's yeah. just funny the difference between the, the people here in Hollywood that are like dealing with her on a daily basis versus just like someone that sees her on TV and like, oh, she's dumb. She's an idiot. But she yeah, really no, is a genuinely wonderful person. Oh, she is. She's a sweetheart. I love her. She's great. She's great. To, she's such good energy. Positive. Yep. positive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. So, but who's the one person? There's got to be one celebrity that was a little intimidating, and then you met them and you were so surprised. Like they were just need to be the sweetest person, the nicest person. Yeah. Um, yes. Angelina Jolie. Really? Yes. Why? What happened? What was her vibe like? I was at an event that I think Kobe was there too. I met Kobe that night. That's another one. That's another one. Angelina and Kobe were at this event. It was at UCLA. Um, it was when he was going to win an Oscar for something he worked on. Yeah. Yeah. For his, uh, yeah. Yeah, his short film. Yeah. And they were at UCLA. There was some type of a, an event and she was there and uh, he talked to me. He gave me a nice interview. He was actually really nice. Actually, he came, he didn't really want to talk at first. And then he heard a little kid's voice and he said, hold on. I heard, the little kid said, I didn't get an autograph. He says, I'm coming back and give you an autograph. And then he gave Did me he give you the autograph? It was for a little. <laughs> 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 I didn't get an autograph. He's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm mentally. No, but I, he was so cool. And then she was there and I talked to her about, you know, I was like, wow, she's such a, it was so interesting seeing her. I was like, wow, she's such a big, she's an A-lister. And then I asked her about, she had just gone to the UN. She was involved in some global thing. And I asked her about it. And she like, she's like one of the, she like put her hand on, on my back and like talked to me, like very gentle. was like telling me everything. And I'm like, oh my God, she's so amazing. Like, so like, I don't know, like angelic is the word. It was, it was great. She was very, very sweet. Had really good energy. That is, I, I, I'm actually surprised and not surprised with Angelina Jolie for that. Like, I yeah. don't know. I've seen her. I can't really say I've met her, but I've seen her a lot. But it's like, from what I know from other people, at least for paparazzi, they're always saying, like, she's very, like, 
she gives you the shot. She just doesn't want a scene and she doesn't want you to yeah. kind of get too crazy or too close, but she's like, you know, do your thing. And, you know, I, I won't get in the way as long as you don't get in my way. So she seems pretty fair and nice. What about, have you, what about Addison Ray? Uh, I, I don't, I mean, I interviewed her quick. I, I don't have much to say that she's always like in a rush. Is always she, like, hey, she's always in a rush. She's always like running here, running there. And I don't really, I know, I doesn't really stop and talk to me. I don't, I mean, she's pretty, she seems nice, but I don't really have much feedback really. It's always just, it's like trying to film Haley's Comet or something. I don't know. How is James Corden? <laughs> uh, you know, ever since that, that, uh, event that happened in new york he's actually been pretty nice he's been nice but he's also always like he doesn't stop he, was, <laughs> what was he like what was he like before the restaurant oh we go in the back he would run off he wouldn't give us a shot and then uh that whole thing happened with the new york remember the whole story yeah the, the restaurant oh yeah no what restaurant was it carbo no it was it balthazar carbo? balthazar yeah oh balthazar yeah balthazar yeah 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 so i don't know how about cindy crawford how is cindy crawford Never met her. <laughs> Never met her? Adam, what about you? What about you? Did you ever meet her? I've seen her, but I wouldn't say I met her. I've, I've talked to her husband a little bit, Randy, yeah. and uh, he was cool. Like, he's just like a regular guy. I mean, he knows he's the man. He's very successful. So yeah. I, saw, like, he's- I saw her at a Grammy party, Her both of them at a Grammy party. And this was like back in my early, early days of TMZ. So it was like one of the first, like, really, really famous people that I got to see in person up close. And I just remember, look, because I was in love with Cindy Crawford growing up. Like she, she was on the poster on my wall in my bedroom, and I just remember like staring at her on the red carpet, like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Cindy Crawford ten feet away from me!" Like that was a cool moment for me, and it was like some yeah Grammy party in in Hollywood. Perez Hilton was there. I mean, there was just random ass people at that at that party. Yeah, I never you know, met her, but they, you know, her husband got me into drinking tequila. I never, I you know, I had a. a I had a thing in te- when I was in college where I couldn't, I can't go near tequila forever. And then I well, that was because yeah, that was yeah, we're taking cars. Oh, it's a funny, it's a funny story that I tell you when they went, what a roommate did or whatever. Did I ever tell you that what happened? I went out no. drinking tequila all night long, was so hammered, and I left the my we sleep our door cracked in the dorm, and my neighbor ran over and took my my roommate had a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, so they made they made a body. In the uh, in the bed, it looked like a body. They filled up the jeans with like with like uh, socks, and they put boots on the end, and they put a cowboy hat under the pillow. So I'm hammered, and I come in, and I look at it. And I'm like, I thought somebody was in my bed. I'm like, no. And then all of a sudden, I just fell over, and I, I barfed everywhere. And then uh, <laughs> I, I had to clean it up. And it was like, oh, dude. And I just I didn't touch the pillow forever. But then I worked at this bar uh, in like 2000. Cause I was 2000, that was 99 that that happened. And I worked at this bar in um, 2014 in New York city. And um, it's a place called park bar. I worked there and they, they got the bartender and they own black door too. The bartender was like, you got to get back into tequila. And he got me into, I was like, no, 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 no. And then they, he's like, this is tequila called Casamigos. It's so good. And he got me the Reposado and I started sipping it. And I'm like, Oh, this is delicious. So now I drink tequila again. So thank you, Mr. Gerber. You did a great job there. And also George. That's interesting. You know who you – I don't know if you met her, but it's someone who I just want to see. And I don't want to meet her. I just want to be around her for a little bit just to kind of get a vibe, Dan, what yeah. she's like. And that's Avril Lavigne. For some reason, I just – I'm curious what type of person she is. 
Never met her. She was dating. I'm friends with Mod. She was dating Mod, and I never How's met Mod? her. You're friends with Mod. Awesome. Oh, he's such a great dude. He's a good person. We bonded after he went through the breakup at the airport. We met. We became friends. He is a he is a solid dude. I lo- I love that guy. He's a great person. Great great dude. Yeah. But I he was dating her, and I never got a chance to meet meet her. So I never met her. I'm only friends with Derek Wibley and Chad Kroger. So, but I skateboard. So, she's she's really dated a lot of like super yeah, famous people. It's pretty funny. Yeah, she's yeah. got a pretty good resume. And then Tyga, yeah. she's still we don't hear about that anymore. She's still yeah, with Tyga. I that. that was like the is, big thing for a hot minute. I don't know what that is, man. That's uh, that was not on my bingo card for 2023. I'll tell you. No, nobody's. Have you ever shot Tyga fully? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really know. I just he shows up with his. I, I mean, I got good pictures of him for. Uh, he dressed up for. Um, uh, there was a party, a Halloween party at uh, um, Delilah, and he came with. He had a bunch of people with him. He, it was a thriller. He dressed up like Michael Jackson and thriller. It was a really cool costume. So I got. Rather than do, there's this classic example. I know he's not going to really talk. He's with people. It's Halloween, so I switched from doing video and I shot photos of him, and it went. It actually went a lot of places. It was used all over, like celebrity costumes. So it was a really cool costume. So that's, you know, the last time I saw him. All right, Foley, my last question for you. Yeah. What has been your, it doesn't need to be most successful, like monetarily or even online, but maybe just personally your most, like, successful video that you've shot throughout the years? Uh that's so hard to say successful. Like what do you, I don't know how to gauge. I don't that. know. Like did it when you think back of it, you're like, I look back and this is at the top of my pyramid of like coolest things uh, I ever shot or the greatest interview I ever got because Yeah. It was one of my heroes or whatever. I would say there's two at that one. Um just because of what happened and because it was the last interview and it was and I I started out asking her one question. She didn't like it. She gave me a second chance to ask another question. And I asked her about her, her relationship with her daughter. It was positive. And it was the last interview she did before she died was Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. So that meant a lot to me because I was able, I was able to interview her and have a positive her. She like was like, I love my daughter. It was such a nice positive thing that she said to me. We had a nice little moment. And um, you know, what happened was prior to that, it was when she was going out with Ray J and in the news, Ray J's bodyguard had beat somebody up or something. It was in the news then. So I tried to – I didn't know her. I never met her. So I tried to ask a kind of quirky, fun question. And I just said, hey, does Ray J need to take a lesson from Kevin Costner? And she didn't like that, which I thought it was kind of harmless and fun. But she didn't <laughs> like it. So I was like, let me – and her security guard came out. And he's like, that was actually a funny question. I'm like, you know what? I, I was like, listen – Tell her I need a second chance. I want to ask her something positive, and I'm sorry. He's like, okay. He went in and told her, and she's like, all right, I'll go back out and give him a second chance. And she came out, and I was like, hey, tell me something positive about your daughter. She's like, oh, my God. She gosh, gave me a fun, really nice interview about her daughter. She felt so good about it. And uh, it was a nice chance for me to kind of have a nice moment with her. And then that was a Thursday night, and uh, she passed away a couple days later. It was the last interview she did. So that kind of stands out in my brain as something. um, And then the Elon Musk interview just because it was he's such an important figure right now in our time whether you like him or you don't you can't deny that he's important and that he's doing a lot of incredible things globally and whether you hate them or love them or in the middle they're important and uh the fact that i got to talk about ai which is a big thing right now and it's a good interview i was happy with it so probably those are the two that stand out in my brain on top of my head so um 
fully, I want to know what's the biggest celebrity that you came close to hooking up with while on the job? We know we talk about this, Paul McCartney. Oh my what? god, we talk about this. I chased after Paul McCartney like a weirdo. No. Like a weirdo. I met no. Ringo Starr, which was amazing. And I'm a, I play drums. That's how I started out in the music. I played drums. So I met Ringo, which was amazing. And I was like, I met Ringo. Oh my god, I met a Beatle. Like that's so cool. And then I got a joke for Paul McCartney and it was at Mozart. There's nowhere to park there. Like it's on Melrose on the corner. It's like a bad street. I was driving down there and I couldn't park my car anywhere. And there's a gas station and I parked, I had a Jeep Wrangler at the time. So I parked the Jeep like all crooked and the gas station guy was like there. He's like, get out of here. You cannot park here. He's like yelling, I'm getting out of your toe. And I got the stress out of the back of my head. I have my camera out. I'm trying to run. Melrose is like, it's like the five freeway, dude. There's cars just whizzing by. I see his Escalade, and I'm like, no, no. It's like running. So I, I, I can't run across the street. It's like going to be Frogger, you know? I don't want to turn into road pizza. And I have to, like, wait, and the cars are going. And finally, it's like a moment, and I go to run, and I'm running after his car like a crazy person. And the car just goes, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, running up to the car, like, oh, my God. I mean, he's probably looking in the mirror, like, this guy looks crazy. Yeah. That's totally like Wait, wait, did you not say, were you the closest to hooking up with? No, yeah, no, that's he was, what I asked you. I asked, <laughs> he asked you the closest celeb you were about to hook up with, and then you oh, went on to Paul McCartney. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I thought you meant like... I was waiting for the ending of when you guys wound up in a bathroom or something, and we didn't yeah, even no, get there. No, I thought you meant the closest, like, biggest celebrity that I came to, like, wait, what? <laughs> that's why I was just like, where's this story going? Who's no, the- I- yeah. <laughs> No, no, that's what I said, no. Tasmania Foley. Who's the biggest celebrity that you came close to hooking up with? Hooking up with? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not like you. Dates <laughs> a lot of Ray lined up, dude. <laughs> Listen, like, Foley oh, is one of my. Uh, he's one of. My, he's my guy, and he's got. He's a favorite ever outside Craig's. And if you ever go to Craig's in LA, try to look for Foley because he's just. So fun. He's just uh, he's uh, he's out say there. Hi to him and follow say, him on, follow him on Instagram. Hollywood Raw podcast sent you. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh, he's fun on Instagram. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. Justin Foley. Thank you again as always for coming on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure, man. Take care. Be safe. Man, I thought we were about to get a huge exclusive of how Paul McCartney was actually hooking up with camera guys. I mean, Dude. we were this close to some breaking ass news. Would have been amazing. Would have been great. But <laughs> Foley is just wherever he goes, he just he's just a monster. We went to. He was with me at the Super Bowl. He I picked him up from the airport. Okay, within ten minutes we went to an event. Within fifteen minutes we were already thrown out of the event. Um, <laughs> he's just. It's like some guy got pissed off at one of the a football player got pissed off at him. We got thrown out of an event. Like physically thrown out of an event. And we were dying in the parking lot, like fully. Within 20 minutes of being in Arizona, he already got us thrown out of an event. Um, so but he's good. he's fun, and he's got. If you ever go to Craig's in LA, he's always outside Craig's, and he always has fun stories. I mean, I don't know. I just I love his stories. Some of them they're they're too little crazy for the podcast, um, mm-hmm. and we'll lose some of our sponsors. But um, join our <laughs> Facebook group, and he'll t- ask him in the Facebook group off the record. Shout out to our Facebook group off the record. It's a really cool community where you guys ask us questions. You guys talk to each other. It's amazing. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, we're on it all. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. See you guys next time. Peace.
Bye. A Huda Media Production.